0: Welcome to Canada's Podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Okay, Ivan, I don't know that I've interviewed anyone in, the, in, a, in their van recently, but you are, and you're, <laughs> you're at the job site, so that's cool. Yes. Uh, so um, let's sort of kick off things by you telling us a little bit about yourself and, and your business, and, and then... We'll get into some other some other questions and conversations after that
1: yeah perfect perfect uh yeah so i'm 20 years old i'm from uh, oakville ontario i started working this trade about five six years ago when mm-hmm. i was still in high school uh, and then i just grew a passion for it and uh, the business aspect as well so i uh, started working every single day and started gaining some experience and then uh, I had a. I always had that in mind. In mind to, uh, you know, break off and go for myself eventually. And uh, this year was the year to do it. Uh, or last year, I should say, 2020. And uh, I ended up starting a construction firm. Uh, we specialize in uh, multi-residential. Seven apartment buildings we're managing just here, doing all the service, all the turns. Uh, renovation, drywall, taping, painting, baseboards, the whole nine yards. So and, it's
0: more of a property management company than, than a renovation company? I'm just
1: curious. Uh, no, we're, we're actually a renovation company. So the owners are the property management company. We're just called to do the renovation. Okay. but we, we manage if there's any water damage, this kind of stuff on call 24-7. So sometimes emergencies, we work overnight. You're 20 years old? You finished high school a couple of years ago.
0: Two years later, you're running your own business. You've got a crew of people. I'm not going to go into the numbers, but we've talked about it. You've been pretty damn successful when you only started a year ago. I can, I can tell people that. Well, why didn't you go to college or university or any of that? Stuff? I mean, what made you go, I
1: got to do this? So my dad owns uh, – my dad's also an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I think I uh, he's in uh, the manufacturing business though, but okay. also in construction. He manufactures like uh, construction products, like stone mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So when I started working it, and I saw there was so much, uh, there was so much growth to be to be had for anybody wanting to get into the business. And uh, I already had a knack for the uh, knack for the business because I really did like working the job when I started. And I started before I even before I was even in grade ten. So. Uh, I always thought this was going to be the you know next big thing uh, for me.
0: But I mean, but many people would say so you know, you do high school and then you get like four or five years to kind of screw around and and do stuff you shouldn't do. Yeah, for sure. What what the heck is boom? You know, you're out of high school and you're starting this. Yeah, maybe I'm old school, but it's kind of weird.
1: No, it's just, uh, I don't, I don't even know other words to put it. You know, I just, I love the job. I loved growing the business. It wasn't even so much for the money that was coming in. It was more for, uh, just the way we ran the jobs, which, um, escalated for us to grow. Like, you know, it led to us for, uh, for us to grow because, um, we worked so hard and we tried doing the best job, every, every chance we got the opportunity to show our, our work. That escalated for our growth, right? So we started just uh, myself in, I would say, just under a year ago, I started myself, and now we have about 10 employees full-time, three commercial vehicles, warehouse, and the whole nine yards. And the... So what's the best thing that you found about being an entrepreneur? There's more, there's more downside that people don't talk about People think, oh, the upside. I'm, I'm still on the downside. I'm still working so much, you know, working around the clock. The one thing is that you do pick your own schedule, but if you are trying to succeed, you, you are working even more than, than you want, right? Some days I'm putting in 16, 17, even 18 hour days, and then uh, I'll get a call in the morning, emergency, and I like to, I like to attend to it myself, not even mm-hmm. just the crew. I would like to go to it myself and just to meet with the, the management companies, just to make sure we're. We're keeping them happy, and then they they can help other management companies, and then we can grow together.
0: You talked about the downside, but there must be an upside of being independent. You know, being the boss, having a workforce of ten. What what's what's the up? I mean, there must be. You know, still, you still you. I know you had a had a crazy year or so. Building, yeah. You know, but
1: but there must be an upside of. of for you to keep doing it because you could stop it, you know. No, no, for sure. Yeah, there is an upside, there's obviously an upside to you know, you get financial freedom, you're you're making most most likely more than you would if you were working for somebody. Uh, you have more time on your hands if you can manage, if you have good time management skills. And it's just a simple love because you're growing something that you own, right? So when when I work every day, I like to go to work because I know I'm working for myself. I know that I'm what I'm creating is an asset for myself in the future. As far as the lifestyle, it, it is good. You can, you know, like this kind of job construction, a lot of people tend to work weekends and stuff like that. So if you're good with management, maybe you don't even work Fridays, you know, you have a little bit more time if you can, if you can manage your time better and nobody can tell you, right, you have to go at nine o'clock to five o'clock every single day. So um, you're a little bit more lenient on your schedule so, time. So with COVID, the pandemic, whatever
0: you want to call it, most people, many businesses in the last year, have gone down. Yeah. Why have you this? I mean, is, is, it, is, it, is it luck or is it something else? Uh,
1: I don't think it's luck. I think it's hard work, you know, <laughs> because I, I started before the pandemic was even in the midst. It was just before. Uh, I would say we're, just, we're like about a year. I think I started the business in early January. So the pandemic hasn't really had an effect uh, since the start of the company. We were still really good. I think it's uh, the the renovation business and the construction business actually uh, was actually growing during the pandemic because a lot of people were working at home Mm -hmm. and they saw stuff to be done in their home. Mm -hmm. So that was actually a big aspect uh, of our growth, and I think in um, during the pandemic. So I think that actually helped us instead of you know for restaurant businesses and you know retail and stuff like that that's That's been demolished. yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: So you know, I'm sure in the last year. You've hit some kind of unexpected challenges. Have you, have, have you kind of put something in motion to handle those challenges? Have you got any good experience that you can, you can pass on?
1: Yeah, I do. I, like, you know, we, like when I started, you know, I, I was kind of more like, oh, we're um, I acted like we were bigger than we were, to say. I would, you know, anytime I saw somebody I wanted to hire, I would tell them we would hire them without even having enough work but I wouldn't tell anybody. I would just keep that to myself, you know, so that was a challenge for me because I wanted to grow so fast. Not that I wanted to grow so fast, but when I saw somebody I liked and I saw the way he worked and he asked me, Oh, can we have a job? Can I have a job for you and stuff like that? Can I work for you? And, uh, I offered them, you know, if I liked them a lot, I would offer them even not knowing if I would have the work, but, uh, it ended up just scaling. I would work even harder to make sure we had those contracts and everything in motion. But, Mm -hmm. as far as like a decline there's been weeks and even months that have been a little bit slower and you know we weren't pulling in as much capital as uh as much revenue as i would like Mm -hmm. and uh you know we i would just work harder trying to make everything better trying to save on material try to work on our marketing schemes to make to make the phones ring more just to make sure we had enough clientele to keep everybody busy and to keep us profitable and to keep us growing in a good motion so there hasn't been too many ups and downs, luckily, but there has been a few, you know, dreadful months that haven't been the best, right? I think every business faces that though. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? My best piece of advice, and it's probably not going to sound the best because I heard it from somebody. Uh, not the best product is sold the most, and that's the same with this business. So, um, there is the best people, but sometimes they're not a big company. They're just two, three guys and they'll do the job better than the company with 20, 30 guys, but they're not advertised the same. So I think it's, I think it all relates back to marketing. Mm-hmm. If you want a business, your marketing has got to be number one mm-hmm. and your management's got to be close to number one as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's my best piece of advice, you know, work on marketing, learn how to do the job, but if you want to go for yourself, you're marketing and you have to, you have to have so much, you have to be so informative about the job. And so informative about marketing to make sure that you guys are going to succeed. I don't think there's any other way to do it. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing instead? Oh, as far as if I wasn't doing the trade or the company? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you mean, well,
0: you know, this is something else that kind of is there. Well, that might be good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was was an athlete in, you know, high school. You know, I played soccer and everything. And when I was young, I was good. I always thought, you know, maybe I could go to Toronto FC and this kind of stuff you know, play professionally, but I was never that good, I guess. So that dream kind of died when I went to high school, you know, you kind of realize, oh, you're not, you're, not even, you're not even in the same, uh, same room as those guys or even close to. So I kind of that dream kind of died down early. But as far as other careers, I never really wanted to be anything else. I think I started so young that I got it. Uh, and I liked it when I was young. I used to always watch buildings get built and renovation and construction okay. and development, and I loved it.
0: Okay. All right, just some quick questions I, I, I ask people: Are you a morning or a night person? Sounds like you're a, like <laughs> eighteen-hour-a-day person.
1: I, I'm Philip. I'm both. <laughs> I'm, I'm early morning. I'm five thirty a.m. in the morning up, and I'm sometimes you know two a.m. in the night yeah. going to bed, or two a.m. in the morning also going. How the to heck do you keep up the, the stamina? You know, even, though even though you're only 20, I mean, you know, at 20, you do get tired, you know? Yeah, you do. <laughs> For sure you do. But um, I don't know. I like I like I'll balance my schedule. Let's say if I had let's say it was a Friday and I thought, oh, maybe we we're going to go with a couple of friends and go out and stuff like that. And if I was staying up late. Maybe I could start a few hours later on a Saturday, you know, but <laughs> during the week, um, if I end up making that kind of choice, I won't. To risk my work ethic and you know getting up at that time to be on the job to make sure everything's running smoothly so as far as balancing I think I'm still young so I'm a little bit more flexible with getting up and like I can do a little bit later nights and earlier mornings that's it
0: <laughs> so if you have to pick one word to describe yourself
1: what would it be and why would it be that word um I would say unstoppable And I would say that is because I've been told so many times, even by like, you know, relatives and stuff like that. They say, Oh, you know, like they see you and they say, Oh, you're growing too quickly. And you know, some, like I've had some bad things, you know, like happen in my career. Maybe I'm not, I'm not describing it in the best way, but you know, I've had some downs where it's been like, you know, been, uh, problems like, you know, getting up the next morning. I said, Oh, is it really worth it? Mm -hmm. Oh, -hmm. we're not making that much money this week. Oh, uh it's so much stress, and you know mm-hmm. not enough end result there, and at the end of the day, like I kept going, 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 and you know like i like I feel like it would take like an army to get me down to the point where I won't go back to work and to get back up until like and that all that all that all relates back to mental health as well, right because this this all goes back down, you know, when somebody's going through something mm-hmm. and then stuff that works affecting them, and then you know it can kind of spiral uh cause a spiral effect on them to go downwards Mm -hmm. in the way they operate they're not working as much they're getting a little lazier they're letting things fly that they wouldn't that they shouldn't as well Mm -hmm. and um, I feel like for me like you know I've never had that case at least in the last year especially when I started I've always even on those down days because everybody has down days I've been just striving Mm -hmm. to get to get back up and to just keep on keeping on. I'm sort of still sort of trying to
0: get this magic of how you can grow your I mean, is there something that I've missed that says how do we get from zero in, in January 2020 to xxx zeros, and you know how, how many people—ten people or whatever—on yeah. on payroll? Is, was that just energy? Was it contacts? Was it? Um, I mean, how how
1: how did you get there? Yeah, for sure. So I've always heard, I think you've heard the expression as well. It's not what you know, it's who you know. That's completely false, especially for most entrepreneurs. They'll realize that once they start scaling the business, mm-hmm. um, you can become a person that people want to know. So even if you start with one contract and you get, you, you know, there's always a little bit of luck in play, in my opinion. You know, you get one lucky contract and, you know, you you exceed expectations and this can, this can channel a spiral of effects. So it wasn't really so much context for me. I didn't really have any, I didn't know anybody right when I started, I was just doing some small stuff here and there. I didn't, I wasn't even working every single day of the week when I started because I didn't have enough work. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't context for me. It was more energy. And I would say um, just grinding <laughs> to put it in the modern way, mm-hmm. uh, just working every single day, trying to do our best. Uh, mm-hmm. I worked with the marketing. I'm a really good marketer. Like I market on a lot of platforms and stuff like that to, Mm-hmm. To try gain new customers. And then with the existing customers, they help us as well because they give us more work or they re- recommend us. So our business is a little bit different than um, a person that's going into, let's say, I don't know, selling products and stuff mm-hmm. because a lot of the time they're looking for a new, a new person every time. For us, we have a lot of reoccurring customers. As you see here, we're working on eight buildings. These are reoccurring customers for us. So they own maybe another 40 buildings. With other companies as well, we just start with them with a few buildings. And once they realize they like us more than possibly the current people that are servicing them, we end up, you know, overriding all the contracts and growing that way as well. So I feel like that's been like a huge play for us. Yeah, that's it.
0: Apart from work, I get that. What's keeping you up at night? I mean, is is there,
1: you know, is there any... Anything that's keeping you up at night, apart from work? To be honest, no. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's like, you know, there's this, uh, this year has been kind of hard. You know, I do like going out. I do like, you know, interacting with others. I do like going <laughs> to social places to have fun. Apart from that, there, there hasn't been so much, mostly work. <laughs> I do like what I do. So, when, you know, when I'm working at night or what's keeping me up is sometimes thinking about, you know, the company and growth. Just sort of as a, as a conclusion,
0: uh, without giving away secrets or anything, anything like that, is is there something? Is there some kind of approach that you know young entrepreneurs should take to get them success? Because a lot of people slide in and out of, of entrepreneurship and ventures you know, at the beginning of their careers, and and I just wondered if there's something. You know, so without giving any 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 of your your kind of own own ingredients too much. Is it, is it something you can pass on to to
1: others? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think um, I think the main thing is kind of finding common interest with what you want to do. If you're an entrepreneur and you know you can you know sell stuff, manage stuff, like you know you have a business side to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing to do is you know find something you really 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 like. So. Um, I like this, so that's why I d- dived into this business and I was able to succeed in it. That's what I truly believe. Like, you know, you forget the marketing and everything else. I really, really liked what I'm doing and I really do like what I'm doing now. I think that's the biggest ingredient in success. If you don't want to, if you don't want to sell something or you don't want to do what you're, uh, doing right now, you're not going to grow it. It's, it's just not going to happen. Or even if you do, it's not going to be as easy for you. Yeah. Okay, well, look, it's, I'm come I'm come to the end,
0: but you know, as I said, we have we have a lot of listeners, a lot of viewers, and I always ask this: is how can listeners, viewers find you online if they've got any questions?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, they can they can reach out to me a uh, direct message on Instagram, or they can even email me at Ivan uh, Total Pro Home Services at gmail.com, mm-hmm. or they can or they can. Uh, Direct message me on Instagram at Ivan B. Merrick. Okay. And uh, they can direct message me, ask me any questions, I'm sure, to respond and help anybody out I can. That's
0: great, Ivan. Uh, that's, that's, that's wonderful. I really enjoyed the interview, and uh, thanks for coming on Canvas podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Phil. Appreciate it a lot.